Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Amanda Carestio. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Kate Zynard. Today on the podcast, we're talking sewing tech. Technology advances every year, and that includes in the sewing world, from apps, machines, projectors, and more. So let's chat about some technology that has made our sewing more efficient or some that confuses us. And then, as always, we'll share a little something in our Sew Inspo segment. But before we get started, how is everybody doing? Doing okay? Hanging in there? Indeed. Ready for spring. It's ready for spring. I, uh... (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so ready for spring. I just... (laughs) I know, eh? I, I've been sewing leather like a fiend. Well, not like a fiend. I've been sewing a little bit of leather. I saw. Yeah. That's amazing. And embroidering amazing. leather. Oh, my God. I It was so much fun. I finished it yesterday. I finished it in, like, so fast. Uh, I was like I was Meg or something. Um, but it was... <laughs> It was so much fun. Like everything went super smooth. It was just like the needles worked and my machine worked and the embroidery worked and everything was just like absolutely perfect. And I'm like, this is so easy. There's no way that this is actually this easy. I must have just picked the perfect piece of leather or something. Um, But I was so pleased with it and I had so much fun. And now I'm trying to figure out what I can do with the rest of the leather I have because I enjoyed doing that first one so much. Um, so, yeah. Did you um, say what that's going to become, Kate? And oh, it's it? it's a bag. It's a purse. Okay, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll post some pictures Amazing. of it because I finished it and it's gorgeous. Um, I just haven't taken pictures yet because I finished it and had to like run out the door as soon as I stuffed some stuff in it. So, um, yeah. Um, I uh-huh. do have a couple of notes if people are interested. Um, oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Just just a couple of things that ha- that came up. First of all, um, I said in the last episode that you should turn your speed down when embroidering with leather. And that's actually wrong because um, the, the, the higher speed helps to punch through the leather. Oh, and so okay. actually when sense. you're embroidering thicker leather, you want to turn up your speed a little bit to kind of, you know, punch through with more momentum and um meg my husband wanted me to tell you that there are contact cements that you can use on leather that have a dry time of like 20 to 30 minutes so you don't have to oh. wait all day um so he just wanted you to that's be aware nice. of that that's yes yeah. yeah i know I like right that. for sure part of me is like still 30 minutes I know 30 minutes mm-hmm. is such a long time to wait but my my theory is you know you you, you glue your straps and then you work on oh, yeah. another part of it exactly so. it's just like when you're embroidering you, you have an hour stitch out you just do something yeah. else while you're waiting yeah exactly. um, instead of just sitting there watching paint dry which sometimes I, I just do I get mesmerized by my all the time. I, I sat there for every stitch of that leather embroidery like I was like it's going so well it's going so well okay take some video of it take some video of it all right and then I was just sitting in front of the machine like looking back and forth from the machine and posting it on Instagram yeah <laughs> yeah it was like you used like a moon kind of design correct what I yeah, remember uh, what I was it's from urban threads it's called Cel- the celestial drape so it's got like moons Ooh. and stars and kind of a oh yeah nice. yeah I like drape 
drape designs. I think they're really pretty. Urban Threads has a bunch of them. So, oh yeah, Urban Threads has really cool like. Desi- oh, they have I love lo- a lot of their designs. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, <laughs> the beginning of my weekend had just like a rude awakening. Uh, no, it was just you know when you just step out of your sewing world and just I did my first like in-person driving test and oh how did it go i'm in excitement failed oh oh no oh yeah but it it was but i like it was being pregnant i took it so hard i literally cried for the entire day like i took it just i must have just been the hormones but it was just like i was practicing i did everything like the instructor picked me up and we did the whole route and of course like there's two routes and like one route you are taken like maybe one out of 20 times and of course guess what route i get oh the one that i didn't practice (laughs) i practiced it once not the one that i've practiced like every driving lesson and it was just like i don't know the instructor was just maybe had a bad day and i just the energy in the car was really and i just got thrown off and i just made silly mistakes and i just i felt like the sense of failure just like really hit me i think it was being pregnant and i just it just ruined like yeah but then i it's so many i was texting all my friends and like everyone's like everyone fails it at least once you know my brothers failed it he failed it three times, you know. My friends mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, I failed it once." So, it was just so funny, like just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, oh. Well, okay. it has to be. That has to be such a mind game, too. Like, <sighs> if you know one thing goes wrong, and then oh, that throws totally. you off, and you're thinking about it too hard in the moment. Exactly. Like, I just, I feel like, you know, driving is something that, like, yeah, it's it's just, it's kind of a mind game. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just was, I wasn't even upset about failing it. I was upset how, like, just it made me, like, be, like, the sense of failure. Maybe I was like, Meg, come on, just get over. And I was, then I just couldn't. It must have been the hormones, though. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and sometimes, sometimes stuff just hits you, you know. It's, oh, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, like, I had a, I, I got a couple uh, job rejections, like, right in a row. And you know, the first one, I was like, okay, whatever. And then the second one, it wasn't even, I didn't even remember applying for this job. I like looked at it and I'm like, did I apply for that? I guess I did. And, but, and then like two minutes later, I was just crying my eyes out because I was like, nobody wants me. So, yeah. So I cried for a while yeah. and then I emailed Meg about some stuff and, you know, <laughs> we're all good. Yeah, it's yeah. so hard when that happens to like, not make it bigger than it is and like yeah, what does this mean that... and like think about it in the bigger picture instead of like it's just this one thing that happened um but yeah that happens to me all the time yeah mm-hmm. yep so i'm taking it again next week and i'm just yes keep practicing and now i know what to expect that was like the first time like i've taken an in-person and like now i know what to expect and yeah. like just you know and it could just be a different instructor but i'm taking it in, like in a different exactly. city yeah uh, with a bit like i just so i don't know so yeah i think i think you're gonna Anyways. ace this one 
Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It was Stay just so, though. yeah. And I like, I got the, the end of the test. You have to like reverse parking. And I just, I was just so, I already kind of knew I failed at that. I was just making silly mistakes and I already knew. And I like, I, I just like, I even like started to cry. Like as I was, I, I just got frustrated. And then they're like, Ugh. so you're telling me you can't do this maneuver. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I did. I, I, I can't. I just I can't like do it right now. <laughs> I mean, you're obviously pregnant. Like, they I know. needed to just be, like, a little kinder, maybe. Yeah, no, I know. But that's, you know, um, I hear that, too. You know, sometimes the the examiners can, can be like that. It's just, you could just catch them on a bad day and stuff. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to beat somebody up. I know. No. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to have to take our own little road not trip okay. to Canada to... I you have a random driving instructor. Oh no! I'm I get it. It's protective. like a it's a boring job. I mean, you're just sitting, uh, you know, yes. sitting in a car all day. But um, I get, yeah, maybe your entertainment is just being mean and nasty. Ugh. Yeah, maybe. not okay. Yeah. So, Ugh. anyways, that just it kind of like threw me off for two days. I was like. It just spiraled into be like, I like, am I gonna fail at being a mother? I can't even sell. Like oh, I was no. just like, no. no. And like, just I had to just talk myself down. Be like, man, yeah. like, this is just like a driving test. Like you're fine. Like, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. hate and how it And you can take it, it again next me. week. I know. It's just, and then part of me is like, sometimes it's like they have to fail a certain amount of people a day because it's like they make money off of Probably. if you fail because you have to pay every time. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, everything's a business, right? Right. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. So I'm feeling well, better today keep... and I did some sewing. So we're we're all good. Good. Well, keep us posted on your yeah, progress sure. and let us know if we need to come to Canada. Oh, no. <laughs> oh goodness uh well let's hop back into sewing and um i think it's time for our so what's new meg i know that you found a new pattern and i have i have one i'd like to share too um you want to kick us off meg sure i actually already bought it and printed it out in the hour wow. before we started recording it was just I just loved it. It's this uh, by At uh, Atelier uh, Jupe, and it's their Florence wrap dress. And it just looks mm. so easy, breezy, breastfeeding, breastfeeding, breastfeeding <laughs> friendly mm. wrap dress for the summer. Totally. Like it was just like there was no like darts or like it just and I it just really spoke to me. And I said I could wear this like like a lot all summer like even going out with the baby for a while it like it it reads like a robe kind of wearing it but it looks like a really cute little wrap dress and i just i loved the collar to it as well um and so i just immediately bought it and i'm gonna make some it's like summer. a it's like a camp shirt wrap yeah, dress yeah i love it mm -hmm. yeah it's real cute i love the um the kind of tunic length version too yeah you can make it into a blouse uh, i think i don't think it has pockets so i think i'll probably add like some inseam pockets to the side oh, yeah. seams i can't remember if it did or not i haven't really went through the instructions um but yeah and i just like the relaxed like slit like it doesn't have a set in sleeve it's just like the band and yeah so that's just kind of my vibe right now yeah, real and... cute <laughs> i love it yeah 
How about um, you, Amanda? I have a quick one to sh- I want to share. Yeah. I'm super excited to see a new pattern from So House 7, one of my favorite uh, design companies. Um, but uh, their their new pattern is the regalia blouse and this is it's it's a blousey blouse i love it there's a poof sleeve um and a gathered sleeve there is ruffle above the um like at the uh, chest yoke and also a really pretty high neckline um i just really feeling it i love it um i love so how seven too because i feel Uh like um, it's like just the right amount of like feminine detail for me, um, with it, but without being fussy, um, and also just remaining super wearable. So really love this blouse. I think there are some really nice, uh, design options built in too. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's a nice addition to, to your pattern library. Yeah, that's uh-huh. really cute. Mm-hmm. Reminds me a little bit of uh, my uh, dearly beloved up in arms blouse, but with like more yeah. sleeve and a higher neckline. Yeah. I can't remember if there is a dress version, but I feel like that would really be pretty as a dress. Because I, I think it Ooh, kind yeah. of reminded me of the Ramona uh, dress with with the neat neckline and like kind of the the ruffles and it kind of goes out from the body from the um, chest down. But yeah, I just I, maybe that's just what I'm where I'm at. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love yeah. It. I saw this one in my inbox, a new pattern, and I, I loved this one too. Super cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you could do it so many different fabrics too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So fun to see some new patterns out there and some good um, spring and summer options as oh well. yeah i know there's been so many good cute like spring releases lately like mm-hmm. i like my to sew list is pretty long <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah i don't know how much time i'll have for sewing in the next you know little bit but i can right. at least just think about it <laughs> maybe a little bit fits and starts you know yeah a little bit here and there mm-hmm. um well let's take a quick break and then we will jump into our main segment uh-huh Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hard to find an industry that technology doesn't help grow with, and sewing is no exception. New products and processes are being developed every year to work alongside our sewing. So let's just name off some examples of new te- technology that we've seen in the sewing industry lately. Um, we don't necessarily have to have used it or just anything mm-hmm. cool that we've seen or just examples that we've kind of, you know, witnessed in products and processes. Well, of course, um, I am super excited to see the Ditto. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Yeah, that's that's a huge one. It's a a specific, specifically oriented sewing projector. Um, Looks really cool. I haven't gotten to watch any like demonstrations or anything of it, but I am absolutely fascinated by it. And my uh, my local sewing machine store kept keeps sending me headlines that are like free ditto, and I'm like ooh, and then I'm like oh yeah, with a purchase of a two thousand or a twenty thousand dollar <laughs> machine, so I guess I'm not going to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I I'm very very into that one right now. Yeah, I mean I think that one's neat in terms of like the projector aspect of it yeah. too, but also the like altering patterns and adjusting mm-hmm. them to yeah. fit your body. I think that's really neat. And I feel like that's been something that's grown a lot in the last couple of years has and has been fun to see within the sewing um, pattern world. Just a lot of progress there. I was also thinking about one thing we did fairly recently on the So New So Daily side was working with uh, Ditto Form, the, the dress <gasps> forms that... What? you know, take measurements and create mm. um, the accurate uh, dress form based on that. And there was also, um, oh, now I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, I'm forgetting the name of it, and it makes me so sad. But I think it, it the, the business closed, and then it reopened with a different owner. But um, Oh, my body model. It's Wasn't it? Yes, my it that body one? model. Yes, yes. yes and and they, it's now with Cashmerette, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, um, making uh, mm-hmm. cookies that are are based on your measurements. I think that is like that's so cool. cool. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. Definitely. Part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally like when I uh, was putting together some notes for this episode. The the like the dress form and the kind of like that totally slipped my mind as being part of it. But that's so true. Like I remember, yeah, that the the form that like literally it like almost 3d prints like an exact like replica of yourself for like a dress form like that's so cool um that's a great example of like really cool sewing technology um and i i there are other companies that do oh yeah i think i just it's just it's so cool that i think that is it's like all that the customization yeah um, that's available now is really Mm -hmm unique and different. And the other thing I was thinking about too, is it's not necessarily tech, but thinking about the number of like 
subscription models that are now available in sewing. You know, it's really, it's kind of, I mean, I guess it's tech. I mean, it's community based. It's, um, you know, new, new patterns on a regular basis. But I just think it's interesting that it's like a different way of interacting with sewing and like Uh staying connected and staying inspired and, you know, getting a pattern each month is it's just it's really different from how you used to just go and pick up your you know pattern envelopes from oh, the I know. local craft store when they released right. for the season and i think folks are still doing that but now i think you've just got a lot more options yeah mm-hmm. well and on that note there of course is pdf patterns not really new mm-hmm. technology but um the 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 idea that you can buy a pattern, print it on your printer, tile it together, and you don't oh, have I know. to deal with the tissue paper and you don't have to deal with uh, going to the store or finding the right size, um, especially the ones that let you um, use the layers so that you only oh, yeah. print out the sizes oh, you yeah. need. That I, I just, I love it. I still just love it so much. And every time I print out a pattern and start to tile it together, I just, it, the process is not something I love, but the fact that I'm doing it delights me. Uh-huh. I have a question. Do you guys remember when you did your, when you did your first uh, PDF pattern? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when was it? Mine was um, when I first started interning at Berta in New York because they they um, what what can like they they were one of the first ones that I knew that kind of did that and I remember like like my mind was blown like it was so cool and that was eleven or twelve years ago I believe um, mm. that kind of I saw my first PDF pattern I didn't even think of that as like an like a a way to even utilize sewing pattern and it I thought it was mm-hmm. just so cool. I was like the paper like it was just modifying it was so much easier with a thicker paper and if mm-hmm. you know yeah. I wanted to make a different size I just printed it again. I just thought it was the coolest the coolest thing. So that was my uh yeah on um, I tiled my first pattern on Sixth Avenue. <laughs> 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 well, and mine was when I, I started working at Sonus in 2016. Yeah. And um, they, there were all these like, they, all mm-hmm. of a sudden I was just like introduced yeah. into this world of PDF patterns that I hadn't even known existed. And I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is the coolest thing I have ever seen. I think it's possible that the first one I ever tiled was the up in arms blouse that I mentioned earlier. Oh. Um, <laughs> though I'm not, I'm not positive. Don't, don't like don't quote me on well you can quote me but um but yeah that was that was like it was amazing if we find out that's not true Kate I know you're gonna send me to sewing jail um but I had yeah I know I I was it was such a it was this is such an eye-opener and it was because I don't know why it is that cutting out a tissue paper pattern is so much more annoying than cutting out a uh, a paper, uh, you know, printer paper pattern, but it really is. And so I, yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> me too. Me too. Mine was, mine was 2015. And I, I think I bought the, it was, a, I used an independent um, pattern designer, Whitney Deal, and I made her Mercer tunic. And oh. 
I think I, I don't know if she had a website at that point or if it was an, just her Etsy shop. Um, and I do remember really hating taping the paper together and really fretting about it being perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I didn't do another PDF pattern for a while after, but, um, but since I think that was probably, you know, one of my early ventures into indie patterns and, um, you know, have completely grown to love that way more than tissue paper. Um, but yeah, 2015. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that wave of, yeah, like 20, you know, 12, 13 to kind of 15, six. it's just like with mm-hmm. this huge kind of boom of these PDF, yeah. like PDF, um, huge game changer yeah, and- too for the accessibility too. I remember people would write in for, uh, cause like working with Berta people in really remote locations, not exactly. having the ability to go to a fabric shop and get an envelope pattern and, you know, um, just being able to print it at home. It's mm-hmm. was, is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I do think in like 2015, I wasn't sewing a ton of garments. Like I was kind of jumping back into garments. So uh-huh. I don't think that I had really known about PDF patterns and resisted them. I think it was, it was just at that point when I started with Sew News and got back into garment sewing and, and realized there was this option. But I think for me too, it was always the instant gratification of just, you want it, you can buy it now. You know, I loved, I loved that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, and you weren't at, like, the mercy of whether your fabric store actually had the pattern that you wanted or, you know, they had it, but they had it only in the small sizes and you needed the big sizes. And, yeah, just just having the ability to – yeah, I love PDF patterns, you guys. And it's not like the it's not like the fanciest piece of technology. I mean, it's pretty basic no, it's not. at this point. But as a tech thing in sewing, it's like it it it's it's like the best thing for me. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just tried to do a quick Google of when when was the first PDF <laughs> the sewing pattern invented? I'm just like now. I'm just curious. Oh my gosh, this episode's the history. PDF patterns, no, but that mm-hmm. like um, I I can't find a clear. I'll maybe have to ask Chat GPT. <laughs> um, that's good. That's a we could do a we should do a whole episode where we ask Chat GPT sewing questions and see how accurate they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's another you know sewing tech, but definitely. And even I was thinking sewing tech even evolved in the way people learn how to sew. Like you yeah, know, you're right. You can learn virtually and like um, watch videos and stuff. Where you like when I was in you know, school, the only, you had to like, you know, go take a class in person to learn like sewing skills. So even just the way people are learning how to sew has advanced with technology and video and social media and kind of platforms that allow people to share content and stuff. It's really, really cool. Um, and and and, that too, like how people connect, like on social media, you know, cause I, I was involved like back in the Flickr days and it's so funny because I have some like Flicker. Flickr friends who are now Instagram friends. 
And I I think that I held out a little bit on Instagram because I just didn't really yep. I think back in that in those days it was really like take a picture and post it now. Like it was more about kind of like moments of your life and it, mm-hmm. it I didn't really I didn't really get it for a while and now y'all know about my Instagram, but I, I haven't um I haven't really gone full TikTok yet either. So I I was thinking about this episode and I was like, I wonder if I'm not like a tech holdout, kind of like in the middle of the road, you know, like I kind of wait for it to, to get, um, I don't know. I I don't, I don't avoid it, but I don't, I'm not like the first person to give it a go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I may uh, jump in with just a very funny little tidbit about uh, learning (laughs) virtually. Um, My serger, came with a uh, video cassette that helped you learn how oh. to, I believe it wow. helped you learn how to use it. I, I It did come with a, a um, manual as well, which I have lost and I have it uh, digitally now, which is another cool piece of little sewing mm-hmm. tech that where you can find the manuals for your machines online. So if you lose them, you're not completely screwed. Uh, but yes, the fact that I've got a little video cassette in with my, and it's, it's still, it's just, I think it's still shrink wrapped and tucked in this little spot it has in the styrofoam that, that my, that's in the box that my serger goes in. Cause I used to keep my serger in the box when I wasn't using it. Um, and that, that just cracks me up that I've got a, a video. I love that. I, we, we should all watch that one day. (laughs) we have to find a vcr (laughs) that's the problem oh my gosh even some of my sewing textbooks from school have cd roms that have like Mm -hmm. resources and and i was like i don't even have a like a cd rom on my no computers come with those anymore right um i had i had to access back when we, we were at when i was at so news i had to access um some of our digital archives that were still on CDs and I had to buy a little thing I could plug into my computer yeah. that yeah. would that would read the discs because uh-huh. my computer didn't have it. Yeah. Even in the embroidery space now too, like oh, yeah. um I remember like even like not even that long ago, maybe five years ago, I would have so many USB sticks and now I don't even need a USB stick to to send an embroidery design to my machine. It's all through Wi-Fi. Like it's even in oh. that quick time. Like, yeah, oh, it's all so through. Cool. Um, yeah, like on my computer, I can, um, through my Sonet, I have, if you have like a Husqvarna Viking um, machine, you can just send it like mm-hmm. uh, without a USB stick. So even in just these past like couple years, um, even not having to deal with a USB stick has been, yeah. really cool I, i'm oh, still using like the USB more yeah. sticks. no <laughs> well i mean it used to be like cartridges oh yeah no like i know have your cartridge with your your certain theme of yeah. designs on it and then and you would mm-hmm. go and i mean i feel like machine embroidery is an area where things oh have yeah a lot yeah so much there mm-hmm. was a machine at the office um that i actually got to work that actually used uh three and a half inch floppy disks so I also had to buy a thing that would read three and a half inch floppy disks that I could p- plug into my computer so I could put designs on it. But the machine worked well, and then it yeah. had yeah. a mechanical issue and it stopped working. But the digital part where it was reading the disk still worked. And yep. that mm-hmm. that cracked me up. It really did. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe that just kind of, it, it can lead into kind of my next question or point here in just talking about like what sewing technology do we use and really embrace in our current studio and, uh, you know, sewing practice right now? Well, apart from the PDF patterns, which we've yeah. gone over in detail. Um, yeah. <laughs> one that, I mean, the machine that I use most of the time is a mechanical machine. It, it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't have any digital aspect to it at all. It's from the early 80s. Um, and so on that level, and also my serger is completely mechanical. But then my, my embroidery machine, which I can sew on, but I usually don't because you have to yep. take off the embroidery thing. And it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, I only do that when I need to do buttonholes. Um, but uh uh, seriously, because doing buttonholes on the on the machine with the oh um, yeah no with no. the with the computer is a lot easier than doing it on my other yeah. machine and the buttonholes come out better so um but yes so my embroidery machine with its various uh, technology bits though I, I though I have a very impressive machine that can do all sorts of resizing and rotating and color changing and technically it should be able to scan something and turn it into a um, embroidery design though I've never actually tried that Um, and it can digitize on the machine at this point I have access to some very good uh, embroidery software so Uh that is something I I generally just do everything I need to do on the software and then pop it in the machine and stitch Um, so I think I think that having a really fancy machine like that is very valuable, but less important when you have a, a good embroidery software. Um, yeah. Those are the ones that that's, what's really jumping out at me, the PDF patterns and the embroidery stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done a whole lot on machine embroidery in the past year and it's it's like not just it's just not part of my daily sewing practice right mm-hmm. now um i know there is i know that there's good stuff out there it's just not where i'm headed at the moment i almost feel like i'm headed um more mechanical now. yeah um, yeah <laughs> that i'm i think part of it is that i'm doing more production type sewing for my side gig um so i think that because i have been using my semi-industrial more um i have multiple uh computerized machines that i cycle through and use um but i you know i i tend not to really fully take advantage of those i don't think other than mm-hmm. um really good buttonholes and um but i you know i'm mostly doing straight stitch and then finishing seam allowances on the serger like pretty basic stuff um i do have a serger that used to be at the sonu studio i think it was probably from the early 2000s and it was it's a touchscreen serger but it's like you would look at it and not think it was a touchscreen um but and it's it's a total workhorse and i love it um but i don't you know again i don't like take advantage of the touchscreen aspect of it so I'm kind of more of like a, I guess I'm just more of like if it works fine and I don't need the latest and greatest technology. Um, but I don't know. I definitely, I'm not um, adverse to it or anything. I, I I just have been moving more mechanical. I don't know. It's uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. I've been just noticing I'm using tech more in 
like other things I'm using around my studio. Like I take a look at my irons now, mm. like the Elisa one that like literally has little stilts that you. Can oh my god! Like, I love. I have the same one. I love not- it. It's like, do, do, do. like, I'm going to stand up, so I'm not going to burn you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that is so cool. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I have the same yeah. iron, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I need an it, iron that can, like, anticipate when I'm going to use it in 30 seconds. Oh, I know. I know, you know? right? <laughs> the auto shut off is great for my peace of mind, knowing I'm not going to burn the house oh, down. Yeah. But for my sew, I'm like, oh. I, like, if I, I just sewed a long seam, I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, I'm... <laughs> And I only don't wait. I, I, I have exactly. this I have this thing with auto shut off where I avoid using irons that have it because I can generally yeah. remember to turn off my irons, but it is so annoying when you get back there and your iron's cold. I yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, oh, I, I prefer irons without that feature. <laughs> Which are yeah, hard to find. Be, I know. Well that's the thing with some tech and we can talk about this um later how they can also be a hindrance sometimes when things are too smart right like when just Mm -hmm. we we need just that practical like just stay on stay hot you know just (laughs) and yeah my iron that i use now too i have the aliso and the panasonic that's like a cordless um which Mm. can be kind of cool because i can just like take it if i need to just quickly steam like my curtains or something and i don't have to worry about like reach if my um my ironing board is more in the center of my room i don't need to be near an outlet to but then again it, it auto shuts off and i or it, like it runs out of charge if i'm ironing for too long so yep. it's like also then it's great but it's also you know yeah. sometimes i do, do go back to uh the basic one but yeah just even in when i think about irons it's just so amazing but i use a lot of like um mm-hmm. Uh, like UK, like within my embroidery, I use a lot of tech and I use a lot of like my phone, like the apps that go with my machine on mm-hmm. my phone are really great. Like I'll be downstairs and it's like, if you're logged into my Sona, it like tells you like, like when to change your thread. And if some, if it's become unthreaded, so you can be in another room and still like know what it's doing. Right. Um, it's pretty awesome. I, th- I think that's really cool. And then, yeah, just for, I use it, I rarely hoop something and don't go through the My Placement app. Like, I take a picture of my fabric hooped and I place it, like, I send it and it, like, it's, it comes up as a preview on a machine and I can see it, like, my design of it so I can get exactly where I want it. Because I find the placement process just really hard to navigate yeah. if I don't mm-hmm. really visually. So cool. Yeah, so I use a lot of, like with my phone and uh the apps and stuff i think it's really cool um and even just like with my wireless head like sewing with my wireless headphones listening to something is just such a game change like when before you used to have to like you know my phone would be like heavy in my pocket dragging my pants and i would have to move my foot if i had plugged in headphones so it's just all those little things too but yeah well um, and i have a bluetooth speaker here but Oh, yeah. Which is fine most of the time. But if I'm surging, having a pair of earbuds oh. that are noise canceling so you can actually yeah. hear while you search. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a um, an, uh, an Alexa, an Echo show yeah. in my sewing room. So, which is so nice because I feel like I'm just like mid mid sewing and I'm like, I want to hear this song. You know, I'm, and I mostly, I mostly use it for music. I don't watch a lot of things while I'm 
sewing on it um, mm -hmm. on the show. But yeah, like just having that available is really nice and probably a real upgrade from whatever I was doing before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even with my Apple watch, I find it's, it's, you'd think that that wouldn't help my sewing. Just, it doesn't really help my sewing. It just makes it less interruptive. Like I can just, if I get a ping and I quickly, if it's not mm -hmm. urgent, I just can ignore it instead of stopping and looking at my phone yeah. or something, or I can text someone back by just talking into it. And I'm just still at my sewing machine. So it's all those little things too, mm -hmm. um, that, uh, that help. I know. Yeah. I didn't re like again another example of like we're like what do we talk about? I'm like let's talk about sewing tech. I'm like I don't know how much we'll talk. About. Like, yeah. we'll talk I know. About. No, it's it's really a lot more. It's about a lot more than the sewing machine. It is. You know, it's there's there's a lot more to the experience and and what you need and um you know even thinking about I've I've really been thinking hard about um the like like a uh an electronic uh fabric cutter oh i, feel like everybody's I was gonna yeah experimenting with those so you don't mm -hmm. use scissors it just kind of yep. cuts along and i've been thinking maybe that would like help my hands out a little bit mm. um so and i don't think like that's not new technology it's no. just technology that is kind of like being used by sewists now and i don't know i think that's cool we're, we're uh -huh. an experimental bunch i think we're also like always looking for you know, easy things and things that yeah. are, you know, yeah. Yeah. Things uh -huh. that'll make, make your life a little easier and a little bit more organized. And, mm -hmm. um, when, when you suggested this, Meg, I went and I Googled like sewing apps just to see what oh, there was. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of them that you can use to organize your stash and just, you know, make oh, a list of everything yes. you have. Yeah. Um, there's other ones that are basically like project notebooks where you can put all of these details in so that you can keep track of your projects and what fabric you used and all of this cool detail. Um, and I'm not sure that that's something that I'm going to get into, but I thought it was, I thought it was really neat that they exist. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to touch on that. Like if how technology has helped us like digitally organize like a digital kind of studio like yes I now organize all my indie sewing patterns in a Trello board and it's so much easier to kind of visually so like scroll through and there each column is a different category and I have images like mm -hmm. I label them if they're printed out they're meant for knit or woven and it's just it's really helped like instead of just like a desktop fold like it's a visual way I can see and I want to yeah. do the same with my fabric but maybe a an app right on my phone would be easier because then I could just take the picture of the like the fabric and so yeah I'll need to look into that more um yeah because yeah Trello is it I, I know I have fabric in my closet but I don't know what I can see visually what I have out but there's lots of stuff in there yes. that yeah you know well and I think uh -huh. Trello is a great tool um, yeah. I don't know if our uh, listeners are familiar with it, but mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a visual list organizing app and or not app. Yeah. Well, it is an app. It's it, you can have an app and you can do it on your browser. Um, yep. And we used to use it. Well, we still use it at So News, and um, mm -hmm. it's really it's really great for organizing and doing things visually. I used to use it to track um, embroidery designs. 
through their process of being uh, digitized, uh, you know, digitized and and put up on the shop and all of all of that process. I used to just follow along in a trello. I know uh, Meg still uses it for organizing each issue uh-huh. now. Um, uh-huh. I know because I contribute to it, so I'm on that board. And yeah, there it it can be a really 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 useful tool, and it's very um, adaptable. So you can really figure out, you know, how, how your brain likes to organize things. Exactly. And then organize it accordingly. Um, so yeah, if you want to check uh-huh. out Trello, uh, it's easy, it, free account. So yeah, cool. Yeah. And I find like some of these organizational things, like the free version is the very limiting, but Trello free, actually, you can really yeah. use it yeah. with the free version. Like I even like store my files, like you can attach, like each attachment has like a large uh, megabyte amount that you can attach. So it's like, it houses my files too, which is really yeah. I, great. I can access them from different computers and yes. stuff. So, and it, and it makes it very... It it makes it very easy when we're like, if I'm writing a, an article for Meg, then I can just take it and upload it to the Trello board. And then she's got, yes. Yep. I don't have to use, Mm -hmm. I don't have to use one of the big file transfers. I don't have to email it. I just put it on the board and it's there (sighs) and she'll be notified. Trello sponsor us. (laughs) I know. like I it's, know, a, it's I mean, that's a good example like sewing you know it's not for so like it's not marketing yeah, exactly. for sewers at all and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but it works yeah for sure um y'all are and- so much more organized than i am <laughs> well uh i don't know if i've mentioned it but i have adhd and so for me i need certain things to keep me on track yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i was also going to mention talk a little bit about kind of um like inspiration and project planning and um Mm. like i use a a lot of um even in photoshop but now there's like lots of programs like canva and like photo editing that you can take like the technical image and input like colors and different fabrics so you can kind of visualize a make before Mm. you make it so there's like lots of um things you can do on your computer to kind of help plan a project or visualize Mm -hmm. what it's going to look like if you're not, um, you know, if you're not advanced or, you know, you're intimidated by like sketching out. I know sometimes sketching out in person can be, you know, you need extra tools and stuff and uh, mindset, which I like doing as well. But sometimes I like, you know, um, doing that on my computer too. Yeah, that's a great idea. Take your fabric swatch and you can like, you know, fill in a space with like the technical drawings provided with the pattern and you can kind of get really planny. Well, I never thought about that, but that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so many things. Um, Yeah. I just kind of, yeah. More so in my notes, like we've kind of like, covered so many of these like topics like computerized sewing machines and apps and maybe let's talk a little bit about like kind of sometimes when it can be like a little bit of a a hindrance I know when my computerized sewing machine it sometimes is almost like too smart you know if it's too user-friendly too user-friendly where um -hmm. I was trying to do some shearing and you know it's you have to select the certain, you know, fabric and, you know, 
the weight or whatever that you're using. And when I wound the bobbin with an elastic, this it like they're it auto sets to, and so it doesn't yeah. just allow what mm. the kind of whatever thread or whatever it do its job and i found the same thing when like i i use like the coats Eloflex thread i think it's really cool you can do a straight stitch on a and it like the thread stretches but you can't use it on a highly computerized machine because there's no setting for like this stretch like yeah mm. stretch thread and so sometimes i find like things can get a little too smart like how we talked about with the with the iron you know let's say yeah, yeah. or i don't know so there's just a few things that you just want to get back back yeah, to yeah. just the basics, the basics you know <laughs> yeah the uh the husqvarna viking uh embroidery machines have that uh feature or at least the one that i've worked with has that feature where you know you kind of have to pick okay what kind of embroidery is this is it regular embroidery is it lace embroidery is it you know some sort of other special embroidery and i'm kind of like just, just let me just let me look at the design i, I just want to look at the design mm -hmm. and i just want to stitch it out i i feel like having to go through it feels like it makes me jump through a bunch of hoops before i can start embroidering and most of the time no I that was a was that a pun that was yeah, no it wasn't but it, yes it was we're counting that as a pun it, it makes me jump through a bunch of hoops before i can even get to hooping um and so that that tends to like some of the like the stuff that's designed to really help beginners um i wish could be like turned off sometimes because right when you're advanced you're yeah. like i don't i don't need to go through this rigmarole i know what I know what needle I need. I know what hoop I need. I've already got it hooped up and ready to go. I just need to get to the point where I can press go. Um, the other thing, this is like this tiny, tiny little thing I'm going to complain about. The reason I like to use a mechanical machine is because I like when I take my foot off the pedal for the needle to stop where it is. And on computerized machines, oh, it almost yeah. always finishes the cycle to go up or go down, depending on how you set it. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go up or down. I want it to stop right there so I can look at my pivot and decide whether I need to go back a stitch with the wheel or forward a stitch with the wheel for the right pivot point. I don't want you to keep stitching after I stop putting power mm -hmm. into the machine. And that is... It's just the stupidest little thing, but it makes me crazy. And so it's that's one of the reasons things. I don't, yeah. I, I try to mostly sew with mechanical machines because mechanical machines are like, no more power, stop stitching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I My example for that is um, the way that I like to gather. I like to turn up the stitch mm -hmm. length and turn up mm -hmm. the tension all the way. And that creates a nice even gather. But I think on some machines, like that's if they have um, an auto tension setting yep. and that you can't adjust, you really can't override that. Like it wants to fix it for you. But sometimes, as you're saying, Meg, you like you you want it to do something different based on the application. And I I do. I mean, I haven't I haven't used um, a really high end computerized machine. I think I, I could probably get used to that. But I. I like the, on the mechanical side, just being able to choose, you know, like I know the fabric, I know the stitch length that I want to use. And, um, I, I don't know, sometimes all of the suggestions make me frustrated. Yeah. 
It's like, you're trying too hard to help yeah. me. And and I feel like yeah. if, if I hope this isn't insulting to anybody, but I feel like a lot of times that stuff is designed to be not idiot proof, but, you know, sort of beginner proof, like to make mm -hmm. it easier for people so, who yeah. don't know all of those details. And then when oh, you yeah. are those people who know all of the details, who know the trick about how to gather or... Um, have their own way of sewing that they're just so used to that's me I'm really stuck in my rut um then all of a sudden all the stuff that's supposed to help is really just getting in your way mm -hmm. yeah it's like in my driving test I couldn't use the my backup cam <laughs> yeah you're not allowed to like look at like the screen but, oh, but the... I mean why like that's I... pretty standard now yeah um so yeah you know <laughs> but for me it's mm -hmm. the the back stitch is the main i love a let like a hand lever like mm -hmm. a button back stitch sometimes can throw me off um a little bit especially yes if, Ooh, you right. know you press it once and it keeps going until you press it again or like you don't hold it down enough so that's one thing that um in in certain machines like they're too smart it like it yeah um so that's my main thing is like a back stitch but i mean i you i do utilize i do love just sort of like pressing a button like enable twin needle and there's all these fun stitches and yes. if i want to sew with vine like yeah. it's it's a small part of it but you know sometimes just just still those <laughs> yeah you know you know what gets me when there's no lever what? to raise or lower the foot when you can only oh. raise or lower mm -hmm. the foot from a button yeah that i'm just like i need the physical feeling of lifting my foot please uh -huh. don't do this to me and like yeah. my, so my funny embroidery though. machine has both i can use a button or i can use a lever and mm -hmm. it depends yeah. on whether i'm sewing or embroidering which one i use uh -huh. i feel like though it it doesn't take very long to get used to a new no. and different no. machine which i feel like we learned from working Mm -hmm. on so news and so daily and doing video with lots of different machines like it always it feels like a big thing to have to like get used to a different process but you know you probably you're you're more flexible than you think you really are maybe yeah absolutely yeah. and one of the thing one of my little skills that i'm proud of is being able to sit down in front of any machine yeah. and use it because yeah. I've used yeah. so many machines and I'm not intimidated yeah, so many by different brands. Yeah, it's like I'm not, you know, it, it may be like, for example, with a Husqvarna Viking Epic that I used, the way of winding a bobbin was very different from the from the usual way. And so I would have to look that up. But the actual act of threading and sewing was not usually particularly difficult for me. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that that's... You know, it's a nice skill to have. Mm hmm Yeah. But I will take that auto needle threader button that... Yes. It's, I love that. Yes. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. a great tech oh, yeah. advancement that I love. Yes. Um, yeah, nobody's complaining last... about that. Yeah, no one's complaining about that. Mm -hmm. um, let's just end it on, is there any technology that you... Um, are tickled by and want to explore more um, and want to learn more about or embrace a little bit. I, you know, I, I haven't. Go ahead, Amanda. I was just going to say, I haven't done much with projector sewing. Yeah. 
yeah. I have been thinking about it and and we were you know on the magazine side we were kind of tracking that before uh-huh. ditto came along and like there yep. was a lot of there's there's still a lot of retrofitting people using projectors that are not meant for sewing for sewing um but I I just it never really meshed with like how I sew which is like sewing the same thing a gazillion times because mm-hmm. um, then it's like pretty okay to just have a paper pattern to use right um or a you know a pdf a tiled pattern um i have been thinking too about like business applications and if there's a way for me to like use the projector um with what i'm doing for my business and i haven't really come up with anything that is like feels better than my current system again because it's a lot of the same design over and over again but I'm really curious about it and I feel like I I was thinking about it and you know it's it's really important to me to think about beginners and all of that and like what what is going to get people into sewing Uh is it maybe there are some people who are interested in the tech and being able to customize it for their body and I think that's great Uh but also like making sure that it's still accessible and like not so hard to get started um that you don't even you don't even try you know I do yeah. I do worry about that with projectors a little bit just making sure that it's like very beginner friendly and maybe that's more beginner friendly than a PDF pattern that you print out and have to tile and make sure that it's you know calibrated yep. correctly but um, but I do think it's it is an interesting time in like the history of sewing and I think it's important to to like mark those dates and like someone should know when the first pdf sewing pattern was created know. you know because that's like that's that's telling the story of like this portion of sewing and i think it's really yeah cool, but, um but yeah so far i have not done much with projectors and that's probably um more about how i'm sewing currently than like my my feelings about technology well and i was going to say very similar things that the idea of projector sewing is really, really fascinating to me. I kind of looked into it a couple of years ago before my birthday. I wanted to, to see, you know, get, get something and, and try it out. And it was so, there wasn't enough information out there. It was like, I'm going to have to figure this out totally on my own without anybody telling me how to do it. So um, I kind of gave up on that because I'm not, that it wasn't that important to me. Um, and the that's why I'm kind of excited about the Ditto because it's designed for this exact yeah. thing and it's supposed to be very easy mm-hmm. to set up. Um, the calibration is what intimidates me. Yeah. Yeah. Most. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it's yeah, designed pretty to common. do that. Yeah, yeah. Very easy. So that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm most excited. And um, I, I love the idea of the of the apps that organize all your stuff, but also yeah. the project of like putting all inputting all of my fabric into an app. Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't actually do that. Like, I I wouldn't, and so it's like it's it's too late. It's too late for me to do this because I know that I'm not going to do it successfully. And so um, I'm going to have to just stick with my old non-technological system of putting some of it on shelves and putting some of it in the closet, kind of like Meg. And then digging through it. And And then digging through it. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe you should just wait until technology advances. You can just take a picture of your closet. It's auto scans and auto sorts and organs. 
fuck all even then, I'd have to take a picture of every piece of fabric that I have. <laughs> like, I don't want to. I have to unfold no. it so I can see the size, and I have to then I have to refold it, and I'm like, no, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, because then you happen. could document like how much you have, so you know what you can make with each piece of fabric. Exactly. No, I, I, mm-hmm. and that's I'm that's sure part of these that's, apps. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For me, a projector is just something I want to get in my sewing studio, whether it is a ditto or just uh, mm-hmm. a regular projector. Because I find with making children's clothes, I mean, they grow so quickly, totally. and um, I don't want to keep printing the next. I mean, I could print and keep tracing out, but it seems easier just to like, you know, turn on the projector, layer it, and and since. They're so small; they can can be contained. A whole layout can be contained in my tabletop. It's not. Right. Um, I find like a projector with a big piece of fa- like I f- I would think that maybe uh, a paper pattern would be easier because it it would need to extend off my table anyway. But I think for mm-hmm. children's clothes and sewing like totally. swimsuits and um, lingerie and like all those stuff that I like to sew, I think a projector would be really really great for that. Just you know, selecting the next size and cutting it out without any extra paper. So projector is something I need in my studio. I want one so bad. I think so for bad. kids, kids clothes is yeah. like an example of like where yeah. it makes total sense. Of yeah. Where yeah. If you're making something in multiple sizes, mm-hmm. um, I think that it really can save time, save paper, all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how the, the technology advances. It's, it's yeah. definitely cool. And I love... I love that there's like new stuff for sewists. There should be. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We're oh, important. definitely. <laughs> definitely. We are. Yeah, for sure. Um Oh, that was a fun topic. Yeah. So yeah, let's take a quick break and we'll talk about our sewing inspiration. Sir. Yep. Sounds so good. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now it's time for our favorite segment, our uh, Sew Inspo segment, where we talk about what's giving us our sewing inspiration today. Uh, Meg, why don't you start us off? Sure. Um, I am just sewing a lot for the baby. I have some, I've made like all these little onesies. Like, oh, cute. That has got to be art gallery fabric right there. 
It, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. They sent me a bunch of fabric to film um, my, like, Style Revive series. And I have, like, all these little bits and pieces of leftovers. And it's like, I love baby clothes because you can so just use the tiny cute. little bit. So, like, I have, I'm, like, batch sewing some onesies. I have, like, seven cut out beside me. Um, just, I was just, I, instead of, like, putting the fabric away, like, I was like, I'm just going to cut whatever I can out mm -hmm. of whatever I have left. Um, so I had like a cutting party. Um, uh, what was it on Friday night after my tears? Dried. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I know how to sew baby onesies. <laughs> I know how to use a pedal on my sewing machine. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, you do. Car. Oh, one day I'll get a friend. <laughs> anyway, so uh, sewing a lot for the baby, but next uh, I want to make a birthing gown. I've just, um, I just hear like I went to a birthing class. Uh, I think I talked about this last time, but um, anyways, like a lot of people were saying like bring your own clothes. Like the hospital clothes can be a little bit itchy, so I went to this like discount fabric store and I bought the rest of the bolt of this amazing like soft cotton. It's an Amy Butler print. Like it was like three dollars mm. a yard, and Ooh. I was like, I'll take the bolt. And so I'm gonna I'm making like a I think I'm gonna make the Suki robe uh, that you've made before, yeah. Amanda, and I'm I. I'm going to make like a slip and like matching pajamas. So I'm going to kind of make a whole like birthing capsule collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bag. But then it just wasn't like, I just, I kept putting it off. I'm like, maybe I just don't really want to sew yeah. this right now. Because I just, I found, I forgot that my mother-in-law gave me this like vintage coach, like bag, like diaper bag. She thought it was a laptop bag when she bought it like you know 10 years ago mm -hmm. and she realized it was a diaper bag and she's like she loved all the pockets so she gave it to me i was like i'll just use that and i'm just gonna make yeah um i'll still i still want to make a, a duffel bag anyway but i was like for right now i just really want something comfy and like cool to wear mm -hmm. like myself because yeah. that's just so that's what i'm cutting out next and sewing awesome. how about you amanda uh -huh. Um, I am in skirt town. I am uh, working on a design for my, for my biz side, my side gig. And, um, yeah, just been thinking about everything I love about summer skirts and, um, all like bringing all of my favorite elements into a single design, um, that I will want to sew. And over and over and over again, mm. which is mm -hmm. a different kind of thought process. But I do love it. I love, I love skirt weather. Like a skirt and a t-shirt is my oh. favorite summer outfit. Um, you know, with with super big pockets, of course. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. Cool. Well, um, I already talked about mine to some extent. I'm kind of obsessed with sewing leather right now, and uh, I'm all about figuring out what else I can make. Uh, I showed my mom what I was working on, and she's like, oh, make me one. So I may be doing that, just making my mom a version of what I made myself. Um, or I might be making a wallet to um, mm. match my purse. Oh um, yeah. Or I'll come Love up with that. something else entirely. I'm not really sure, but um, I want to sew with leather some more because I enjoyed it so much. So that's, that's where I am. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me last night I was, Julian was, um, 
we're we're having like a kind of get together after my baby shower next week and so he was cleaning up the basement uh tidying it up and he found this bag with these leather pants in it and i forgot i thrifted them like weeks before i found out i was pregnant and so now i was like i have all these leather pants and i was think i bought them so i could cut them up to make to make them into like mm-hmm. you know little earrings or wallets and stuff so it's like Fun. I just got some new leather yardage. I know. Because yeah. I was not going to try and fit into leather pants. No, no. no. Yeah. He's like, these your leather pants? I'm like, oh, I totally forgot. It's like, you know, when you yeah. forget something and then you're like, you oh, boom. get mm-hmm. the excitement all over yeah. again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should make some earrings out of my scraps. I've got some little pieces. Leather earrings are so cute. Like if you embroider mm. on them and like mm-hmm. do some cutouts, like, oh my gosh, I know. I love Sadie. Like her earrings that she makes are tr- so cool. So yeah, cool. I think mm-hmm. she made. I think and she then- made a pair that went into the magazine a few years yeah. ago that were like little drop shapes that I really oh, liked. Yeah, I might just imitate yeah. those. Yeah, I love it. It's lightweight too. Yeah. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Leather earrings are light, more lightweight oh. than metal, at least. Oh. Yes. Do I need birthing earrings? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, no, Birth no. You don't want to deal with. No. You don't want to deal with that. <laughs> no, I know. I. Now oh. maybe a birthing leather headband. Ooh. Keep your hair out of your face, like a sweatband. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, I should make a head and like a matching scrunchie. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like my nesting is kicking. They say you get this like burst of kind of energy and you want to prepare. Like yesterday I mm-hmm. cleaned my, I took everything off my stove and I scrubbed my stove. I scrubbed all the inside of my microwave. Like, and I was like, I think my nesting's beginning like my cleaning. And <laughs> yeah, that's the only way to explain that. I... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, right. oh, this was such a episode yes it was that was so fascinating i you guys always have the best ideas about what we should talk about and uh, (laughs) i just kind of go along with it and then there are so many good topics and we talk for so long and it's yeah it's awesome yeah i i'm every time that happens i'm just thoroughly convinced that like sewing is a lot more than sewing oh it's like yes totally you know it's a way of life it's it's a it's a neat perspective too to think about technology you know from Mm -hmm. the sewist perspective i think is really neat but it is yeah it's it goes deep yeah and i think we can all agree that the best technology is kind of just how we can all podcast and share like just even right now yeah like it would this you know yeah meg's in canada megan amanda and i are are an hour drive apart and yet we're Mm -hmm. all here talking right now so so true awesome thankful yeah and we're thank you for listening yes Mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening and until next time let's sew let's sew here we sew again is produced by amanda carestio meg healy and me kate zynard find us on instagram at here we sew again pod or email us at here we sew again pod at gmail.com our show website is shows.acast.com slash here-we-so-again. Thanks for listening, and now it's so time.